All right. Today is November 13th, 2019, and welcome to the inaugural podcast for CU Build, Building the Build. Um, just to let y'all know, I'm John Woodling. I'm here with Brad Hickey, Brian Sloan, and Mike Blumenthal, who goes by many names. Um, so just to kind of let everybody know who we are, I'm going to start out. Uh, I work at the American Airlines Federal Credit Union. Um, Brad Hickey kind of walked into my cube and told me that I had to do this, and uh, I was happy enough to. So I'll go ahead and kick it on over to Brad so that he can kind of do his introduction. Sure, yeah. Uh, my name is Brad Hickey. I, I'm the manager of application development at American Airlines Credit Union. I've been in the credit union space for about uh, 12 years now. Uh, most of that time has been um, developing and innovating on scimitar systems. Uh, we now have a, a really lean shop here at, at the credit union, and um, I'm really excited to be talking about CU Build. I'll go ahead and kick it over to Brian, I guess. Yeah, my name is uh, Brian Sloan. I'm the Vice President of Information Technology and Chief Information Officer for Pioneer West Virginia Federal Credit Union. I've been in the credit union industry now for a little over 10 years. Uh, we're a smaller credit union, so we invest a lot in automation and technology. So I was, you know, really excited about the CU Build initiative and kind of what they're doing to help, you know, credit unions develop software and to come together to solve issues that we all face. but not least, Dr. Mike, sometimes he's known. No, I don't think I've been a doctor yet. I believe that's my dad. So I'm Mike Blumenthal, President and CEO of Technology Happen. And uh, Brad approached me uh, quite a few months ago about his concept of a build-a-thon and falling in alignment with my personal vision of inspiring others to achieve beyond, I was like, heck yeah, let's make this thing happen. Uh, I had lots of success with the smugathons that we put on over the years and had a good start and idea of how to do it. And so Brad started talking to us, myself and Brad Morris at Technology Happens, and here we are. Awesome. So, um, there are some other individuals that are part of this build uh, that are not part of this podcast. Uh, we'll go ahead and go through some of those individuals as we do more of these episodes. Uh, but this is just kind of uh, give everybody a taste as to what we're going to be doing with this and uh, provide some communication to the community uh, about what we're doing and how we're doing it and what hopefully next steps are and other things like that as we go through this. Hopefully this is going to be a multi-part series depending on how we want to document all of this because the, the point of what we're doing with this specific podcast is to make sure that it's, it's for us as well as anybody else. Um, we just want to make sure that we can hopefully help people learn along the way as well in case other people in the future decide that they want to take something like this on and they can learn from um, our failures as we hopefully fail faster and fail harder than anyone else so that we can make sure that everybody succeeds at the end of the day because that's kind of what we're about with CU Build as a group Absolutely. is making sure that everyone is able to try and reach for whatever expectations they have and they have the support to fail as many times as they need until they get back up and finally get that going. 
Um, so I don't, Brad, if you want to go ahead and kind of, I guess, start and let us know kind of where the inception of this whole idea came from, um, maybe kind of who you started reaching out to in the beginning and other things like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, thanks for saying that, John. That was well said, I think. Um, so, yeah, working at American Airlines Credit Union, uh, we have sort of a, we had sort of a unique opportunity. Um, our parent sponsor company, American Airlines, the largest airline in the world, uh, they are very chiefly focused on uh, innovating and driving innovation forward for their company. They've been going through a lot of organizational changes internally, and for the last five or six years, they've been hosting a hackathon known as Hack Wars. And like I said, being, being a part of this credit union, I had the unique opportunity to actually go and participate in this hackathon. Um, I, I signed up with the registration. I joined up with a team. Uh, we met several times before the hack. Uh, we went, went to this hackathon, which was at the Grand Hyatt DFW in, in Dallas, Texas. And it was an overnight 24-hour hackathon. And to say that I was blown away is probably an understatement. Um, it was just a fascinating uh, look into agile development processes, um, teams working together, building on tinkering on systems that, that, you know, I would never have even thought had an application in an airline, but yet you had these engineers and ideators and marketers and just everyone involved with the company was so excited about this. And I couldn't help but think, because I'd heard of hackathons and I'd, I'd kind of seen a few here and there, um, I, I couldn't help but kind of wonder, what is, like, there's like some kind of magic sauce going on here with this airline hack. Like, these people are way too excited about this. And so, and I, you know, because to me it was just like, well, you might win an iPad or you might win this or that. But there was something else. There was a fervor going on with all of these teams. And so I really wanted to find out what was that special sauce that they had going. And the more I dug and the more I learned about the hack, I realized that the winning team of that hackathon, uh, they, they, American Airlines has actually committed uh, project management resources and upper management is behind whoever wins that hack goes to production. And I really think that that's what drives everyone forward. The prizes are cool. Working with new technology is cool. Being able to improve your, you know, work area or, or software that you work on is nice. But that, that sort of um, possibility of the thing that I build at Hack Wars may actually one day end up in production, I think, is the thing that really gets folks excited about it at Hack Wars. And, Actually, one of the winners of Hack Wars uh, was the augmented reality baggage tracking uh, feature in the AA.com app. If you've ever landed in an airport and were like, where's my bag? It uses augmented reality to, to point you in the right direction. Uh, that was a Hack Wars winner. So all of that being said, I came back to my credit union, like I said, completely blown away, and I started describing my experience to colleagues and it was, the, the, the reaction I was getting was, that's really cool, we should do that here. And I was like, yeah, we should. We should do that here. We, need, we should have this at 
at a credit union level. And the more people that I talked about it to others and the more people that I shared that idea with, I kept getting really positive feedback. And so I'm the type of person that if I have positive feedback from folks that I respect, uh, that I'm going to move forward with it. And that was when I decided to reach out to Mike because Mike B and I go way back. I've known Mike since I first got involved in the Scimitar ecosystem um, back in the days when I was at First Mark Credit Union in San Antonio. I used to run into him at conferences and we would always have a good time talking about ideas and visions and just he's a dreamer like I am and I knew that he, he was he was the first person that came to mind when I was like, who could who could help me kind of explore this idea in the credit union I think space? It was, who's crazy enough to actually listen to me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up exactly. Who's crazy enough to to try and do this with me? And so yeah. we we kind of talked about it, hashed it out back and forth a while, and we said, you know what? Let's let's just meet up. Like, let's do a Let's have a whiteboard session. Let's let's workshop this. So I flew to Memphis to go spend the day with Mike and his uh, compadre, Brad Moritz, and we workshopped the heck out of CU Build. And it just started to gain steam from there. Um, yeah. Mike, I don't know if you want to share what your, your thoughts were, but... Well, listening to you describe this, and one thing going back into what John said in the beginning, is I've been involved in hacks and many different uh, competitions throughout my life. And it's interesting giving yourself a, a certain amount of period, say 24 hours, and coming into it with a plan and immediately figuring out your plan is not going to work and failing instantaneously and knowing you, the clock's ticking and you've got to finish something really does something to your psyche. It pushes you to be beyond creative than you've ever been before. And then putting yourself in that situation with a room full of people, there's this creative aura that just starts happening and people just start coming up with these ideas that you would have never come up with by yourself. So working collaboratively, working in a room full of other people, trying to get something done in a 24-hour period, very short period, is magical, period. That is true magic right there. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens after our first build. I know that uh, uh, we've, in the C build, we've been working very hard just to even get to this point and seeing things move along and, and getting to where we are now. And John's idea of building the build, I think it's great. Love podcasts. And I'm excited to take uh, everyone listening and watching on the journey with us. So as we're being creative and putting pressure on ourselves, we're going to be relying on everybody else to kind of give us suggestions and pointers. There's there's no wrong answers here. We're we're just trying to, to do something that's never been done before in our industry. Yeah, amen. How are you, Brian? Well, um, you know, I was trying to get a similar well. I say similar, but something else kind of going, some collaboration between some other credit unions when uh, Mike came to me and said, hey, you know, Brad over at American Airlines is doing this. Are, are you interested in, in getting in with us and kind of helping us get this initiative off the ground and, and participating in that? And, you know, that's something that 
you know, we are a smaller credit union. We're only about 250 million in assets, very small staff. So we put a lot into technology innovation and try to, you know, adopt new technologies and and do stuff like we've done several things with Mike where we've worked with technology happens to kind of, you know, test some of their products and even worked with them to develop some uh, some original ideas on some some projects and kind of bring that to fruition. So this was, you know, just something that we, you know, we're very in favor of, and I think that this is, you know, going to be a great thing to uh, to work on. I think it's going to bring a lot of benefits to the, both the large credit unions and even the smaller credit unions that maybe do, just don't have the development staff to be able to solve some of these issues on their own, where they can pitch in with everybody to kind of solve the issues and come up with solutions. I mean, to kind of play off of that, Brian, is uh, one of the things that I really look forward to is, I mean, I don't know how y'all's... Um, organizations work, but uh, some, of, some of what we have to do, and Brad can kind of speak, speak to this, is uh, a lot of it has to deal with the business and it's some of it can be very regimental. And um, I think one of the things I'm really looking forward to is giving the option to people to, to really break out of their shell and say, you know what, I don't get to do this at work because it doesn't, it, it currently doesn't support the business, but we're working towards it. And so, I want to do something that is maybe more DevOps based or AWS containers, something, and it gives them that freedom for them to be able to try and develop something that's meaningful for their organization and potentially other organizations um, that, that may not be in their normal wheelhouse um, and give them that, that freedom. Uh, and I mean, I, I, I'm not a developer, just to kind of give you all some background, I'm actually technically an information security analyst. So usually most people don't think of me when they think of this, they're like, oh, you're totally going to shut this down. No, I'm all about it. Um, I personally like to, to design and build things. And I mean, I kind of do some engineering, but most of my stuff is just kind of silly scripts to try to fix things and end up breaking. Right. Um, but I mean, maybe y'all can speak more to that as well as what like yeah. what y'all want to see from some of this. Because for me, that's what's important is letting people get out of their shell and play with some toys that they don't get to. So, Brad Hickey, I'd like for you to. Uh, I've got one very direct question to you. Why is it called a buildathon and not a hackathon? And I think that supports what John was just describing. Yeah. So. A lot of the a lot of the research when we first started with this, we were thinking hackathon, but we started to research it, and it turns out that when you call an event a hackathon, you tend to get nothing but programmers and engineers to show up to your event. When you call an event a buildathon, studies have shown that you get more of the business participants, the product SMEs, the marketers project managers, um, you get a, a wider spread of, of skill sets, and then you, you actually wind up with better teams that bring, help bring solutions uh, to the contest. And, I, and John, I think, I think you bring up a really good point because um, the, the guy who runs the Hack Wars next door to American Airlines, his name is Philip Easter. He's like their director of innovation or whatever, and um, I've had a, I've had several opportunities to speak with him. Uh, a lot of this actually actually the really seed of this was an interview I did with him uh, for a, a filing I3 application. I wrote an essay on it, and he was very adamant about you really want your 
hackathon or build-a-thon, whatever it is, you really want it to feel like something, just like John said, it should feel like something that's not your everyday, day-to-day -day job. You right. want folks to go in and it, it should not feel like, okay, I'm at a credit union again. It, that, and that's a really important thing that I, that I hope CU Build is able to capture because I want folks who, who are at a credit union, whether, like John said, whether you're a programmer, whether you're in the business line, if you're just an ideator that likes to come up with cool new ideas or a tinkerer, maybe you go home and, you know, play with your Google Nest and program your, your devices and whatever. Come, you know, come to something like this, you, you're, you're going to get an experience that is unlike anything you do on your day to day and that's, that's really the goal because we want, we want people to feel that when they come to see you build. I have another follow-up question, uh, Brad Hickey. Um, is feline a cat? Can you explain what feline is? What was the question? I'm sorry? It's feline a cat. You said you were sending your application to feline. I don't think everybody knows what uh, that is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a cat? So is it a cat? Filene. <laughs> it's filene. It's F-I-L-E-N-E. -E. And um, exactly. filene right. is the largest uh, think tank incubator for credit unions uh, in the country. Uh, they, their, whole, their whole mission is all about ideating, implementing, innovating. And they actually have built a incubator called I3 around that concept, and it, they take they take annual applications. Um, you can apply to the you can apply to I3 if you wish. They have a, on their website filene.org, F-I-L-E-N-E, -E. Um, and you're you become a part of a small team. So, for instance, I'm actually presenting next week in Durham, North Carolina, for an idea that we're doing. Um, you're put on a small team of about five to six. Uh, credit union individuals, all innovators from around the country, and you're given a problem, and you're given about a six-month cycle to try and solve that problem, and then you present your idea, your solution um, to one of the conferences that Filing holds. There, the conference next week is Big Bright Minds, um, and it's it's a fascinating conference. If you ever get a chance to attend Big Bright Minds, highly recommended. Uh, it's it's very much. The focal point is credit union innovation, and um, the again one of the directors of innovation there. Um, I've been in talks with him. Uh, his name's Ryan, and he and I are really close. He was part of my um, application process, so he actually interviewed me to be on I3, and he's super excited about CU Build. Um, we're we kind of have a loose partnership with Filene. They're they're hoping to help us document uh, the actual event. Um, and, and help us sort of get the word out a little bit more to the innovation space as well, because this is very much in their wheelhouse as well. Um, I, I definitely see them being part of this uh, even even more so in the future. So, I've got a whole bunch of other questions that brings up. Filene is involved. Um, who else is involved at this point? Well, we've got we've got commitments from AWS, Amazon Web Services, and we've got a commitment from Filene, and we've got a commitment from Scimitar, um, which so, is. I'd like for you to speak on that conversation you had with Scimitar. I believe it was uh, you, Adele from QTech, and uh, Armando. 
uh, I think it's important for everybody to hear how that conversation went. Uh, I don't know about anybody else on this call or on this, this uh, podcast, but when I heard the results of that, I was shocked that of the results and super, super excited about how much Scimitar is supporting this. Yeah, you know, it's actually been, um, it's been really refreshing. Um, you know, of course, you know, you guys know we have uh, James Burke Frazier on the CU Build team. And James actually wanted to get involved after um, hearing me present the CU Build concept at the Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas Users, Users Conference. Uh, it was held in Allen earlier this year. Um, he said, he pulled me aside afterwards, and, and, and just like you and I, Mike, he, JBF and I go way back, and he's like, hey, Brad, man, let me know what I can do to help. You know, I, I would love to be a part of this. And I'm like, well, you know, if you want to join the committee, I'm all about it. You know, we need all the ideas we can get. And so JBF joined the committee, and he's been super helpful with kind of navigating the, you know, sort of, I would say, political, organizational waters, if you will, of Scimitar. And he was able to help us set up a meeting at SEC uh, with Ted Bilkey. Um, I forget the I forget the, uh, the the CMO's last name. His name is Jeff, um, and several other uh, several other of the leaders at Scimitar. And we go into a boardroom and. I, I had a presentation that I showed them, um, and it went, it went really well, Mike. Um, Ted was super supportive of this initiative, and you know, they, Scimitar really prides themselves on embracing the grassroots nature of their user base. As you know, they're very supportive at, at Sim Central, Sim East, and Sim West. They always have a big presence. They, they commit resources. They, they put on talks and, and sessions and presentations. And um, they're, they're very proud of the fact that they have a very grassroots-oriented user base between Smug and all the things that we do. And so when this idea was put forward to him, put forth to him, I think he was like, his, his reaction was sort of like, thank God this is happening, man. This is like, I'm excited and this is, this is something that's a long time coming. And so to say he was thrilled, I think, is, is, is pretty accurate. Um, and he, he said, whatever you guys need, let us know. I mean, you know, short of committing financial resources to CU Build, they were very committal towards uh, giving their time and energy to this. And Adele has been working closely with their uh, systems people to figure out how we're going to build a uh, scimitar uh, uh, sandbox system at CU Build. And we've been working with their marketing and events team to help us with venue selection. So yeah, scimitar has been super supportive of this whole process. It's really huge. Yeah, I agree. And um, I kind of just touched on it, but I'll, since I didn't talk much about it, I, I mentioned Filene and Scimitar. AWS is really committed to this as well, um, and it's mainly because uh, in the last year, they actually spun up an AWS credit union team. So Amazon Web Services has a credit union team, and I spoke to the leader of that team, and he's super, super excited about this because they're, they're hoping to get their, um, you know, they're hoping to get some presence in the credit union space, 
Um, and I think they, they see an opportunity where, as Brian alluded to, you know, we're, a lot of our credit unions or smaller credit unions are trying to figure out ways to automate, make things easier, make things more lightweight, less of a footprint. And so you're going to have credit unions that are getting into the cloud. And I think they realize that there's a lot of newcomers to the cloud space. And so they really wanted to make sure that they address that credit union space. And so, uh, yeah, they're, they're really excited about it too. I, I, I mean, I've shared with you guys before, um, every, every time I get on the phone with a vendor or partner and describe what we're trying to build, they're, they're all very excited because it's, it's a great opportunity for vendors to get their platforms in front of users, actually get hands-on work on their systems and, and network. And that's, that's really, at the end of the day, that's what these guys are trying to do. I was going to say, I'm sure, hey, Brian, did you want to speak to the smaller credit union piece of that? Well, I, I think I kind of said it earlier um, with, you know, or, you know, maybe in a roundabout way is that, you know, your your credit unions that are in the kind of the smaller range, I think your 100 to 250 million, million-ish credit unions there tend to have the smaller staffs and, and things like that. And so they don't tend, I think the, for the majority of them, we're probably one of the exceptions. They don't tend to to look at those new technologies and that new stuff because they just don't have the resources to explore those various technologies and stuff, like to look at Azure or AWS or, you know, automating stuff with, you know, Docker containers or Ansible or Vagrant or, you know, any of these other technologies that are out there. So I think they miss out on a lot of those opportunities to be able to to take advantage of some of those resources and things. And an event like this, where you've got AWS or, you know, Scimitar and, you know, who are providing these resources that they can go out there and they can play with these and they can see, okay, well, this is kind of what we're missing. And how, how can we, you know, bring this back into our credit union to, to solve our problems? Or how can we use this technology to solve this issue that we have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what people bring to the teams and what solutions they solve. I think at this point, we it's going to be open and uh, uh, some of those teams, and it's going to be uh, limited the first year. So if you're listening to this, you're part, signed up for the updates, you're ahead of the game, you can start thinking about that now. Absolutely. Um, to anyone who is listening, we actually do have a website. Um, you can sign up on it, cubuild.org. Charlie Uniform Bravo Uniform India Lima Delta dot O-R-G. Um, and we will try to send out updates when we can. This is just kind of part of the updates and communicating to our um, the community as a whole for people who maybe just want to watch on the sidelines this is also not just for people who just want to participate um, so just keep that in mind and i mean for anyone out there who is listening to this and is not sure as to whether or not they can participate um, we will be talking about that potentially in further podcasts but a well-rounded team for an event like this is not just going to be your nose to the grindstone devs. There's going to have to be people that uh, handle business use cases and people who understand how to market the product. Because, um, and to kind of hop into this is what we are. Um, 
there, there is kind of a format, a general format. We haven't settled on everything 100% yet, but um, I don't know if Brad or Brian or Mike want to speak to how we're going to be doing that format, if one of y'all want to take that away. Yeah, I think we're still kind of undecided. We're, we're really just considering, I think, two options. One is the, the kind of 24-hour uh, option where you do like, right. you know, you, you get in on a Friday morning, you register, you start coding at noon on Friday, you stop coding at noon on Saturday. We have, you know, we have the big, uh, the judging and the presentations and all of that, and then we have sort of a send-off party Saturday night, you fly back home Sunday. Um, the other format we're looking at is you come in on Friday morning, same thing, but then say around the evening we sort of cut people loose and, you know, you can continue working obviously if you'd like, but we kind of, you know, kind of shut it down a little bit for the night and then we start back up again Saturday morning and then um, we would do the judging and, and competitions on Sunday morning and so you'd still be able to fly out Sunday. Uh, Sunday, so it's still either way. I think either format, you're still looking at uh, two nights in a hotel. Is kind right. of we're just trying to gauge how you know how much of that aggressive nature do we want to have, and how much do we think it contributes to that fervor, like Mike alluded to. You know, having that 24 hours does, is that part of the magic sauce that like really like ignites my creativity. Or do we want to sort of give people, quote unquote, a little more bang for their buck? If I'm going to spend two nights in DFW, Dallas, Texas, you know, maybe maybe having a full session Friday and a full session Saturday gives me a little more time and leeway to kind of network and learn about systems and maybe maybe go take a crash course on something that I didn't, you know, anticipate needing to know. So that's kind of we're weighing those options out still. Yeah, I'm a big believer. I've done both. Um, I was fortunate enough to uh, go attend a hackathon in, in Chicago at a credit union, and they did the uh, portion of the day, go home at night, portion of the day, go home at night, small portion of the day, then presentations. Uh, and I've been involved in that, and I've been involved in the 48-hour uh, or a 24-hour uh, startup events uh, and other events as well. The, putting the 24-hour restriction seems to be the best because when you get in that exhaustive state and you've been pounding the keys, you've been talking this through, you have everybody working together in exhaustion, that's really when the mind stretches to a point where it opens up and then you start going to your second wind and have those massive aha moments. I'm a big proponent of the 24-hour one, especially that that's at 3 or 4 in the morning. That's when everything starts coming together. So your yeah. programming is fueled by no dose and Red Bull. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Or, or back when I was a kid, it was white crosses, but those don't exist anymore. <laughs> or if you're a gamer, what is it? Is it balls? That's the the Guadalajara yeah, race. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to go ask. Uh, Chuck and doing like 24-hour yeah. land parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh gosh, land parties. I was on the way <laughs> well, back. The, I mean, like, let's be honest. That's. I mean, this yeah. this kind of is a land party. It's just a land yeah. party for people who want to do something very constructive. I mean, yeah. like, that's the whole point. You know, it's a huge. Like, it's literally a celebration of what we want to do. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. 
they, they gave me chill bumps when you said that, John. Celebrate. It is a celebration of, it is. of putting thinkers, doers, and creative people together. It, it is, it is, yeah, celebration is a phenomenal word. Um, yep. And, and one, one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is, is we want to have people involved in our strong presenters because when you're creating all this stuff, you've got to present it to the judges and the, and the audience. In a, in a in a way in a fashion that it you'll be able to present the idea, present the solution, and then reinforce the problem that was solved. So that is a skill in itself, which attends into the build portion of it. We're not just coders. We're going to get marketing people involved. We're going to yep. get uh, if you can get tellers involved, if you can get frontline employees, loan officers, you want to bring them because they're going to bring that perspective that none of us have because we don't do that every day. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, also to speak to that, um, and maybe y'all can chime in on this as well. Um, you're it, you may not have your whole team there. And you may say, look, you know, only a certain number of people can come to the hackathon, but you could work ahead of time on those those business cases and speak to people within your own credit union or even within other credit unions and try to find those those pain points and those issues that people are trying to solve ahead of time so that you you can bring something that you would be able to to build um, and you may not know how to build it yet, but when you get there, you're already ahead on that. And I mean, maybe y'all can so, speak to that. Yeah, it, not only just pain points, but credit unions are notorious for being the, the, the slow followers. Well, let's change that. Yep. Why, we, we, the banking industry, looking at us going, well, what are they doing? Instead of us looking at the banking industry and going, well, they're doing that, we need to be doing that. And it's not only the pain points, it's now you have the opportunity, oh my gosh, do you have an opportunity not only to get everything that AWS offers, everything at Pluralsight is coming, uh, and there's going to be there's going to be people there that represent these companies at our beckoning call, and they're going to prep. Uh, right now, we're looking; it's not certified yet, but we're prepping for training the month before on their different products and stuff. So now you truly have not just your little toolbox; you have an enormous toolbox that you would never have the capability of using this toolbox ever. So don't focus on just pain points. Get that idea of journal that you've been out, out there writing for years going, you know, it'd be really cool if now's the time to figure it out and do it. I mean, I'm going to agree on that point. I mean, um, and I mean, Brad, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I agree with Mike. I mean, I think it's it's an opportunity for us to to push this industry forward. Um, you know, for for far too long we've heard that credit unions are behind banks in technology. Well, that doesn't have to be the case. We can change that narrative, and we can we can push our industry in such a way that not only are we just as good, but we actually are capitalizing on our differentiator, which is we are we are a cooperative financial institution. Forget what you think or you know about banks, and and if you have, you know, there are a lot of people think that, the, especially the big banks are very corrupt and what have you. Well, that isn't that's not going on in the credit union space. 
it's a different animal and we're we're for the community and we're all about helping our communities, our local communities, giving back. Uh, we're just as much a community service organization as we are a financial institution. And so I think that that sort of differentiator can be present in the technology that we deliver to our members. And I think that's something I'm very excited about exploring. But you kind of, yeah, uh, I, wanted to, I, wanted, I wanted to jump on yeah, something you just said, John. Oh, John, did you get muted? Yeah, I probably. I don't know. Um, I wanted to. I wanted to jump on something you just said as well, though, about the the problems because we have talked about this, and we. I think going into the event, we we sort of want to have like a roster of of issues that credit unions are experiencing. Um, I'm hoping to leverage Filene a bit on this because this is something that they specialize in. They they have a very good pulse on the credit union industry and, and the areas that are uh, rife for innovation. And so uh, I think that's something we can, we'll definitely have for our participants. You know, if you're struggling with, you know, what am I, what am I solving here? We, we'll sort of have like prompts or problems that, that, that are needing to be addressed as well, so. And to speak to that as well, I mean, and maybe we can flush this out. If, if you are listening to this and you haven't garnered this yet, um, this this build a following at least this year um, is it's definitely going to be geared towards Scimitar, um, and so yeah. a lot of what we're going to be doing is how we can utilize the Scimitar ecosystem and build it out to create these new things. Yeah, um, that's that's very true, John. Thanks for bringing that up, and it's it's important to remember that yeah, if if this is we're doing this specifically for scimitar credit unions and and we really we really wanted to tighten that focus on the the core system platform because trying to do a build-a-thon for any and all credit unions uh would have been way more challenging even than what we're what we're trying now i mean we we still face the challenge of just being able to stand up integrations and platforms into the scimitar platform i can't imagine trying to have four or five different core systems at a build-a-thon so that's the focus and 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 i think it, it also speaks to why we wanted to host this po podcast was you know maybe there is if you are if you are at a you know fiserv credit union and you're wanting to do this i mean I would say your first step is go to Fiserv and ask them, you know, hey, can we get support for something like this? Or if you if you can't, then you know, hopefully as we develop this in the future, that's going to be part of the value proposition for Scimitar and for Scimitar credit unions is that hey, look, we have this grassroots thing, we have this annual right. buildathon that Scimitar supports, and it's it's only going to help push our core system forward and 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 push the capabilities that we have uh, to to new new heights. And I think also, um, if this, if we can make this a big deal, you know, outside of the Scimitar ecosystem, it's going to push those other vendors to do that because it's the same thing with being competitive in any other industry. Someone comes up with something, say, let's just use cloud technologies. AWS comes out with a new technology and everyone goes, it's really cool. And then Azure and Google Cloud Platform are like, oh, no, we need to play catch up. So then... It's it's almost like a rat race between all of them, and it creates yeah. a cycle of 
of innovation and creation and all of these new offerings. And that's, I think that's a big part of what we want to do as well is really drive, like you said, the credit union industry as a whole into, into being leaders. Um, and I mean, we can't do that by ourselves, but we can definitely try to help. Absolutely. Very good. Um, um, I mean, is there anything else that we wanted to cover this evening on this podcast? I mean, we've we've got more episodes um, to do, so we don't want to show all of our cards. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just, I, if anything, I wanted to, well, if anything, I wanted to add is just, um, I don't know if we touched on it, but the mission of CU Build here is we're hoping to create a first of its kind cross credit union buildathon on the Cimitar ecosystem, uh, focused on hackathon best practices and cooperative principles. So it really is. We really wanted to have that sort of 50-50 nature to it. It's all about innovation and technology, but it's also all about the cooperative principles, which include education and inclusion and a democratic process and nonprofit principles. So uh, we want to have an open community. We want everything that comes out of this to be relatively open source as far as we can make it. Uh, obviously, there's solutions that you know you will have to pay for, but. Uh, we really want to embrace that nature of our, our, our business proposition, our, our differentiator, because I think the more, the, the more people within the technology sphere that we can introduce to the credit union model and showing them that we are a cooperative financial institution, that we do embrace cooperative nonprofit principles and open philosophy, I think you're going to start to see more and more engineers and developers who by the way, are quite—they—they uh, are—they are, they are quite altruistic by nature. I think you're going to start to see a lot of those folks moving into our space more and more, and that's—that's that's another thing I'm very excited about. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there. No, I 100% agreed. Um, I know that the whole reason that I joined the credit union uh, was for that reason. Um, I've worked for large corporations uh, and I have never worked in a place that has been as altruistic or about making sure that their community and their members are what comes first and it's it's been refreshing uh, to say the least. Yeah. Is there anybody else that wanted to provide some closing thoughts before we kill this for the night? Close us out, Mike. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> uh, this is so exciting. It's the right time. The technology is yeah. here. We're finally yeah. able to do something like this. The fact that Scimitar is adopting this is a grassroots, and that's going to be a differentiator for them, makes this beyond any, already beyond any expectation that I had when we first had the conversation. Yeah. You're going, anybody listening, anybody participating, anybody helping, anybody volunteering, we are starting something big. Bigger than anything that we can think of now. This is the path we need to take to fix the broken system called credit union. <laughs> nice. Uh, Brian, did you want to take us out with some beatbox music or something? <laughs> well, beat pop, drop a beat for me, Mike. I'm going to lay some rap down here. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. That's no. not happening. <laughs> <laughs>
we cannot take this back. I don't have the editing yeah, equipment to remove this. You guys summed it up pretty succinctly. I mean, I think you've covered you know, kind of what we're about, what we're going and, you know, I think the, the future is bright going into this. I think there's a, a lot of opportunity for innovation and great things coming out of this movement. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Right. Well, um, this is the first episode of the CU Build podcast signing off. So thanks for listening. Have a great evening. Thanks, guys. Good Enjoyed night, it, buddy. Good night, Good night Gracie. <laughs> Bye.